believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of God, His remnant, His red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify Him, crucify Him, and it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven. So that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you and I hope You'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach Patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. All right, welcome uh, here. We are at a brand new studio with brand new software. I'm still figuring it all out. I've been having a fun uh, last two or three weeks uh, digging into um, this new studio where we have a, a green room and we'll be uh, showing you some of that here to start out with. I did uh, want you guys to know that um, I appreciate you and it's, uh, there's no way we've been able to get to a studio like this that will uh, really allow us to do uh, quite a few more things to make this a lot more professional and exciting as we go forward here. I think it looks like we're live. I got the five screens on one one uh, Macintosh laptop here and um, using a brand new uh, software. Won't be a lot different for this, but in the show will be quite different. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna show you some of the things that we're gonna be doing after I pray here and um, and uh, there's almost anything you can imagine you can do on the screen now with with what they call overlays and it's going to be hopefully just a way I can deliver the news in a more impactful way for you guys and bring up charts and uh, be able to do just uh, just a lot of things that uh, will be kind of kind of exciting but um, let me lift this up to prayer uh, this is a this is where if you I know I'm starting also I'm starting a half hour later sorry for those of you who are planning on uh, probably about 35 minutes late um, as we're just getting this all figured out, we will be going live uh, at um, 
10 a.m. CST going forward. Just a, just a little late getting everything put together today. Um, it's quite exciting, though, to be here, and um, I just want to thank the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this new studio. Thank you for <laughs> the privilege. of uh, just teaching your word and learning your word and the privilege of having so many beautiful people out there wanting to learn about your word and to worship you and praise you. And we can do that four nights a week. Lord, what a four days a week, I guess. Uh, Lord, thank you. And uh, we just submit everything we're doing to you. We submit this time to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> but um, pretty um, cool stuff going on right now. Um, we are uh, going to start out uh, with some beautiful music, but I thought I'd tell you a little bit of the studio, uh, just some of the things that we'll be doing um, going forward here. So uh, on the show, um, there'll be things like this where I can use overlays and move them around, etc. I have a new background. You probably see that. We the people. It's also if I get out of the way, there's a there's a gun and a holy Bible and a, a flag. You know, as and uh, as I move into new scenes I can um, bring up uh, you know what's on my screen as well as me talking here with the background well I'll have a, I'll have a lower third in the future that has, probably has a ticker with the news going on it do things like um, being able to go full screen um, where, where my studio is, uh, is, is, is this beautiful backdrop um, and to be able to also um, you know go full screen with this type of stuff um, I can sh uh, switch back to the beautiful studio. Uh, probably one of the coolest things is because of the green room, I can come back here and you can see my whole, whole body. I'll be able to show you things to my left and show you things to my right, or is that right or left? I don't know, but this is uh, kind of what the new studio will be, a 3D type of thing where I can be on the stage, I can be um, climbing mountains. You, pro you probably saw that the microphone network though, I don't have my microphone my, my wireless microphone that should be, I should have tomorrow, I mean, should have, yeah, tomorrow uh, night when we are doing word and worship then. I'm sorry, doing praise and prayer then. I can also, um, you know, do do some pretty cool things with uh, with walking on, on the snow in here and worship, worship with you guys. I guess I want to worship toward the cross. Uh, these are all the things that I need to figure out um, as we as we move forward with the, with the studio. Um, probably couldn't hear me very, very much there as I was way away from my microphone. I don't have my wireless mic yet. So those are, those are some of the fun things we're going to be doing as I'm going to be uh, worshiping with you guys in uh, different ways um, and uh, looking forward to worshiping with you right now. And so we're going to flip over to the music here. There's five or six things I didn't get ready that I, I wanted to get ready, but we'll, we'll get those all ready over the next week or so. Um, and... It's just awesome. And so he's an amazing God, and we're going to be singing to Amazing Grace now. Let me know if the sound is okay on Rumble. I'd like to really understand, and or Facebook. It looks like Facebook it did something funky. I'm not even sure if I'm live on Facebook, to be honest. Like, you know, we got people watching on Rumble. If you're on Facebook, chat with me, because uh, I don't think it worked on Facebook. So I'll have to cut, we might have to fix that for next time. Um... Yeah, something's wrong with the Facebook. It looks like it went way it went live. But anyway, we are we are excited about the new studio, and now we're going to be talking about Amazing Grace. I once was lost, a wrench blind, 
now found I can see. Ephesians 2, 1 through 2 says, And you were dead in trespass sins in which you once walked. Ephesians uh, 2, 1 and 2. And then it says, We have seen his glory, glory as his only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Um, this is Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Isn't that a beautiful thing? You can see here, God, my Savior, ransomed me, been set free, and like a flood, his mercy reigns with an unending love. Is that not true? Um, knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways with the precious blood of Christ, 1 Peter 1, 18-19. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end, Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. This song also talks about his word my hope secures. He will be my shield as long life endures. He promised good to me. Proverbs 35 says, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Proverbs 35. Let's sing this worship to amazing grace before getting the word of God.
Wow, what a beautiful song. We just uh, finished that one a few weeks ago. Another deep worship song is Nothing Else. And this talks about, I just want you. Nothing else, Jesus. Nothing else will do. <laughs> 1 John 4, 18, 19 said, There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. Out of 1 John we see, then Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. So what we're going to be doing is following Jesus as we study Revelation. We're going to be getting to Revelation 7. Next, all the, other verse, all the others were taught um, on Mondays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can follow along all the way from Revelation 1 all the way back to Daniel 1 through 12. The song says, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. We talked about Mary sits at his feet and washed, and another, another woman also at his feet washed. But we also see in Deuteronomy 33, 3, all his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Philippians 3, 3. And then we see here, Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. Romans 3, 23 says, we for all of sin, we fall short of the glory of God. Deuteronomy 6.5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Remember, Jesus is one that matters. Nothing else. believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and om Sorry, wrong button.
Remember, they're telling me on Rumble they can't hear the music. Darn it. Thank you, guys. That audio setting was supposed to work. It worked on uh, last night. Let me see what I need to do. Works perfectly on Zoom. Those of you who want to come backstage, you get, can do that for free, by the way. I'm going to do an audible here and come back to this, guys. Um, since the music's not playing and I need to get that fixed on Rumble, um, I want to let you guys know that you guys can get perfect music right now while we're working through the bugs on the, the new studio. Um, you can do that by just going to blessedteach.com blessedteacher.com and in two minutes you could have an account and you get an email you just click on the link to go um, to the live and it brings you right into zoom with us backstage where music's working perfectly and I know I just checked this beforehand where my audio was set correctly so let me check that one more time it is supposed to be playing music all the time from my which is the correct setting um, test this on rumble last night and it worked so that's really bummer that's not working kind of hurts the word and worship when we don't have any music worship music for the uh, rumble people but we we will get that working for tomorrow night Monday night um, not sure exactly how to get that working I know there's some music I can play like right here I can play some music uh, for and uh, let me let me know right now. I should be playing some background music. Um, right there, it's probably way too loud. Um, but Zoom people, can you hear that music right now? Thanks for letting test. Okay, they can hear that music too. So so Zoom in, and I imagine uh, Rumble people, can you hear that music? I might have to pull some of my music into this area um, versus doing it in my other. All right. So that's going to be some experimenting I'm going to have to do with with the beautiful music, um, and I think like, now is it too loud? Can you guys hear hear over me? Yes, yeah, uh, so that's another thing I'm going to have to figure out. I think I can adjust that sound. Thanks for letting me do this on the fly. We'll get right into Revelation 7. We'll still do a teaching on Revelation 7. We just won't have as much music. Um, so what I'm going to do is just. Uh, not the only music's going to be playing is backstage for now for this this area. but we'll get right into Revelation 7 um, it's an awesome teaching so um, don't go anywhere rumble people will uh, just do it a little bit uh, we'll probably do the full teaching now and then do some worship at the end for those on zoom um, because of the, the music not working on rumble which probably means it's not working on Facebook either if it's going live there so if you're on Facebook or Cloud Hub let me know so let's uh, let's dig into this. So I'm gonna move over to this right here, which is talking about the seven seals. And we went over this um, last week, right? And so just to find this just kind of cool chart that just talks about the first seals, the white horse we talked about. Um, Revelation 6-2 had a bow, given it a crown, went on conquering. Now we talked about how that is a uh, the only information we have. It's one verse, right? And so you can imagine people have um, tried to say what is this white horse for years and years and you got all these different views of, of revelation that pretest who thinks that everything happened before 70 AD except for the second coming of Christ right pretty much right they think we're in the millennial kingdom now which I don't believe at all but that's what the pretest um, um, believe 
And they have some great biblical support for that. So all of these have biblical support. I won't be talking about them, okay? Um, you have uh, the second seal being the red horse. Peace removed, violence breaks out, and, and he has a sword. And peace is removed from the earth, and people slay each other. So there's a couple of verses here in this uh, small, um, again, bit of information that we have. And again, a lot of people like um, Bo Polney is thinking that the bow, the, the first seal was the crown is the coronavirus, and that that all happened and and from at that time. And he he puts the the red horse as the as the George Floyd riots and the worldwide chaos that's happened because of COVID. Um, I think that's a little carried away when you compare people slaying each other and peace away from the earth and World War II, which, uh, uh, you know, et cetera. And so there's also the view of a historist. And the historist try to say that, like the seven churches, each church represents an era. And it's really interesting because you can go learn church history, and it comes back to, like, Polycarp, who was in the, in the town of Smyrna and kind of led the church at, uh, at that period of time. And sure enough, Smyrna is, is, is the third church that's talked about, and there's a lot of links that could go back to the Polycop era. And you take these different eras all the way up to now, and it's real interesting uh, teaching. And so who knows? The Lord could have had these multi-layers of meaning as he's going through all these. Ch the church could uh, apply to those churches back then, historically. And I think we can know that's a 100% fact because it says, I'm gonna tell you what is now and what is gonna come. So the come is talking to those seven churches that were physical churches at the time, but it could have been to talk and point into the church eras as well. Same when we get to here. Um, I think most of this is talking to future events of the tribulation. And I think the first seal is open up to the tribulation, but it also could be talking about uh, preludes to that, if that makes sense, right? So I think we have to keep open-minded when we are um, thinking through and uh, I, just look, I just keep seeing all these things I want to change slightly <laughs> in the video as we move forward. Uh, but uh, we'll get this all figured out and, and make this a, a beautiful place for, you, a place for you to worship on Monday night. Um, again, get backstage if you want to worship tonight. <laughs> this is, I mean, this morning, Sunday morning here. Um, what we have is the 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 so the so there's a lot of different interpretations, right? So the second seal, obviously, uh, remove, remove peace from the earth. I think that if you just read through that, um, especially when you get to the third seal, the black horse, where the balance of the scales, huge inflation, um, basically it's eight to ten times the amount to to have just wheat and barley, right? Um, and that's necessities compared to oil and wine, which are not necessities. So necessities inflate. So many people will have different interpretations on what that means, whether it's been in the past or the future. And it could be applying, again, the future events, which is the tribulation, which I'm pretty sure that's where it's pointing toward. But it also could be the preludes that we see in our times, right? Same with the fourth seal, the pale horse. Now, this is when things get extremely bad. It talks about a whole quarter of the earth. Death and Hades with him, fourth of the earth killed. I don't that if you go back and look at population, it, 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 there's just no no way that's talking too much about the past because there's gonna be something way worse than that. And it could be um, like Amanda Grace talks about it, that she thinks Revelation and a lot of the Bible is only talking about that part of the world and all the people that were killed in AD 70 um, and other times of persecution still doesn't even come close to a quarter of the population. So. Um, but it doesn't necessarily say all fourth are killed. It said they had power over a fourth of the earth. So it could be applying to some past events 
plus future events. I just wanted people to, I think God wants us to search the scriptures, just like the Bereans did in Acts 17 11. He said the Bereans were of more noble character than those of Thessalonica. Why? Because they received the message with great eagerness and, and they searched the scriptures every day to see what, what Paul said was true. That's out of Acts 17 11, right? And that's what he wants us to do with Revelation. You'll be blessed, it says. It's the only book that says you have a blessing if you read it out loud and also listen to it and obey it. So um, that is uh, some interesting things there on the pale horse. Obviously, you've got famine, death, beast. If you just read through the, the pale horse, you, you clearly, which, which we did last week, I mean, last time I taught, on, I think on the Thursday, clearly is talking about some pretty rough events. Fifth, fifth seal, martyrs cry out. So we see Revelation 6 and 11. Um, we see that it's not until November until the brethren to be killed is complete. And so this is interesting. This is a kind of, they're, they're putting their, their seal. But this, this, this one in the fifth seal is pretty clear. All these martyrs have been killed for Christ, you know, are saying, when are you going to avenge us? So they haven't been avenged yet at this point in time. That's another reason why I think it's future. And then you see the sixth seal, which is Revelation 6. We, and again, we all covered this all in the last teaching. Earthquake, sun darkens, moon turns to red, stars fall. Sky recedes like a scroll. I just don't think we've seen that. Now, again, the priests and the historians would say, yeah, we've seen a lot of this already. I just really don't think so. And then you've got like Melissa Redpill who looks at the, the, the stars and the, and the heavenlies and does a lot of analysis. And she thinks a lot of this has been happening right now during this time period. And so I'll talk a little bit about that more as we move through the book of, of Revelation. Then you got the seventh seal, which we... Have, uh, which is not till Revelation 8 1. So we're going to go over chapter 7. So we're not going to get to this yet because now this is this pause or an interlude happens in 7. So let's dig into chapter 7 a little bit before this. Uh, some people think this is the rapture. Um, some, again, there's pre rapture opinions, there's mid rapture opinions, and there's post rapture. And we'll be talking about all those as we get to some of these. But um, again, it doesn't really matter, guys, as long as your heart is ready for Christ at any time in his second coming. All right, that is the most important thing that you need to know and that we could be going through the rapture and we may not. The I mean, going through the tribulation and we may not. But it, uh, everybody who criticizes the other viewpoint by saying that people that have this viewpoint aren't going to be motivated to serve Christ is ridiculous. Uh, I, I, there's beautiful people of Christ doing evangelism and, and fighting this battle against this, this cabal, fighting the battle against uh, the evil everywhere of all different, these different views. Okay, so let's not criticize and judge. Let's just understand we need to be ready for Christ and we need to read this book to get blessed. And God wants us to be searching the scriptures. And that's why there's a lot of symbolism in here. And so a lot of these views look more, everything is symbolic. I look at it as a little bit more literal. A lot of the futurists look at it as a little more literal. And again, a lot of these historics and pretests look at it as a past events. But the most important thing is you can take real key things out of the book of Revelation and that's why we're studying it. Um, you'll see here, um, let me see if this other view works. I have this other view be another test. I can't do it because I don't have my microphone, but I'll just kind of show you, see if this worked. This is a different camera that I had put up that would allow me to do something like this, right? And I could 